Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It's Thursday, May 23. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Chafet de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, brand new day, a brand new opportunity to reflect on this passage again. And I ask, Lord, as we begin this day anew, we ask for your Spirit to guide us, to give us wisdom. As always, as the interactions we have, may we find some insight and application in our own lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Okay, new international version today, the NIV, Amos chapters 1 and 2. The words of Amos, one of the shepherds of Tekoa, the vision he saw concerning Israel two years before the earthquake, when Uzziah was king of Judah and Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, was king of Israel. He said, The Lord roars from Zion and thunders from Jerusalem, and the pastures of the shepherds dry up, and the top of Carmel withers. Subheading, Judgment on Israel's Neighbors. This is what the Lord says, For three sins of Damascus, even for four I will not relent because she threshed Gilead with sledges having iron teeth. I will send fire on the house of Hazael that will consume the fortresses of Ben-Hadad. I will break down the gate of Damascus. I will destroy the king who is in the valley of Avon and the one who holds the scepter in Beth Eden. The people of Aram will go into exile to Kir, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. For three sins of Gaza, even for four, I will not relent. Because she took captive whole communities and sold them to Edom, I will send fire on the walls of Gaza that will destroy that will consume her fortresses. I will destroy the king of Ashdod and the one who holds the scepter in Ashkelon. I will turn my hand against Ekron till the last of the Philistines are dead, says the sovereign Lord. This is what the Lord says: For three sins of Tyre, even for four, I will not relent, because she sold whole communities of captives to Edom. Disregarding a treaty of brotherhood, I will send fire on the walls of Tyre that will consume her fortresses. This is what the Lord says. For three sons of Edom, even for four, I will not relent. Because he pursued his brother with a sword and slaughtered the women of the land, because his anger raged continually and his fury flamed unchecked, I will send fire on Teman that will consume the fortresses of Bozrah. This is what the Lord says. For three sins of Ammon, even for four, I will not relent. Because he ripped open the pregnant women of Gilead in order to extend his borders, I will set fire to the walls of Rabbah that will consume her fortresses amid war cries on the day of battle, amid violent winds on a stormy day. Her king will go into exile, he and his officials together, says the Lord. Chapter 2. This is what the Lord says. For three sins of Moab, even for four, I will not relent. Because he burned to ashes the bones of Edom's king, I will send fire on Moab that will consume the fortresses of Kerioth. Moab will go down in in great tumult amid war cries and the blast of the trumpet. I will destroy her ruler and kill all her officials with him, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. For three sins of Judah, even for four, I will not relent. Because they have rejected the law of the Lord and have not kept his decrees, Because they have been led astray by false gods, the gods their ancestors followed, 
I will send fire on Judah that will consume the fortresses of Jerusalem. Subheading Judgment on Israel. This is what the Lord says. For three sins of Israel, even for four, I will not relent. They sell the innocent for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. They trample on the heads of the poor as on the dust of the ground and deny justice to the oppressed. Father and son use the same girl and so profane my holy name. They lie down beside every altar on garments taken in pledge. In the house of their God, they drink wine taken as fines. Yet I destroyed the Amorites before them, though they were tall as the cedars and strong as the oaks. I destroyed their fruit above and their roots below. I brought you up out of Egypt and led you forty years in the wilderness to give you the land of the Amorites. I also raised up prophets from among your children and Nazarites from among your youths. Is this not true, people of Israel, declares the Lord? But you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets not to prophesy. Now then I will crush you, as a cart crushes when loaded with grain. The swift will not escape, the strong will not muster their strength, and the warrior will not save his life. The archer will not stand his ground, the fleet-footed soldier will not get away, and the horseman will not save his life. Even the bravest warriors will flee naked on that day, declares the Lord. I like your voice. It's good. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's good. Good reading. Um, so let me uh, go to the question, shall I? Uh, do you think people who know God are judged differently from those who don't know him or what he commands? Should they be? Well, I would think so. I mean, if you don't, do you think if you don't know a rule, especially one that is incredibly arbitrary, I would think that you would be judged differently. I mean, I don't think well of countries or cities who have arbitrary laws that they enforce that are not well known well, to people. I just yeah, think it I doesn't mean, make any sense. A, you have to know what you're supposed the thing, to be though, doing. Here's the thing, though. I mean, just to reflect on this question a little bit and from a different angle, mm-hmm. does it matter? In the sense that what? In the sense of, like, God's the judge. God's the one who's going to work it out. God's the one who wants to save everybody. God's the one who's also uh, the defender, uh, you know, our high priest as well. Oh, I see. I In mean, a way, like, what you're saying is I'm just saying, what difference does it make what I think But about I understand it? why people ask like, this. Like I could have an opinion about it. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, and I, I, love, the, I love the debate about it, which Well, is just good. like you can have an opinion about whether or not you should be guilty of tax evasion based on not knowing things, but that's considered yeah. to not be an adequate defense. Yeah, that's true. So uh, that's true. I, I think what it, where it does matter is if it changes your view of the character of God, where you think He's kind of like, well, you should have just known. It's on you to go find out, right? And I think that is when it matters. If your view of God like it hinders you from uh, from accepting um, well, or if who it God causes is, you right? to treat people differently because you can't be kind of. Um generous enough to yeah. think hey maybe they just don't know better so this passage i mean or maybe it's they like, have a different it's, it's a difficult passage when you read it at first and it, you actually have well, to it's kind of... difficult all the way through no matter how many times you read it <laughs> so you have to you have you do have to study it you do have to kind of like understand you know what it what amos is saying and especially right at the beginning you know he said the lord uh, the lord roars from zion and it's kind of a, it's an epic epic phrase about the roaring of the shepherd and the roaring of, of the Lord as well. But um, I had to look up, because I didn't know the answer to this yesterday, and I had to look up, because um, it's been 
I'm just thinking about this in the back of my head. What is the three and four all the time that he keeps on saying? Yeah. What is the three and four? And because I, I know three means fullness, but why does he keep on saying four? And so uh, what I found out and discovered is that three and four, basically the rhythm is that he's saying three is that you are three is the full, complete sin, right? It's like you are sinning. You're doing this horrible thing. Four, you guys are going crazy. It's over the top. Okay, there's one thing that's been bothering oh, me because I've noticed it <laughs> yeah, um, a few times in chapter one, verse eleven. Yeah, Edom is is mentioned. The three yes, sons of Edom, yes. even before I will not relent. But then in chapter two, oh yeah, right away, the very first verse, for three sons of Moab, even before I will not re- relent, because he burned to ashes the bones of Edom's king. I'm like Edom's king must be a bad dude because okay, so, they're being punished in the previous chapters. So isn't Moab kind of doing a favor by... So there's two stories going on here and two issues going on here. And so uh, verses 9 through to 12 are actually an issue of that Amos is speaking about, about um, the relationships of brother to brother, of humanity, sister to sister that we... And so he uses, he ties these two words, brother in the covenant, that you are not... Uh, being humans together, you're not being family together, you're treating each other uh, horribly as brothers. When you get to the final two examples, and he talks about um, the uh, revoke the punishment because he burned uh, to li- uh, to the lime, he's actually referring to the king of Edom. He's talking about how you guys go and you're seeking revenge, even digging up the graves. Okay. And he says that's another issue altogether. I just so, I think there are also some other interesting things throughout here. I'm pretty sure that at least in some of the translations, it's talked about some of these um, these cities or communities, yeah. whatever they are, are in trouble because they've deported people. Yes. Which is just yeah. interesting. I mean, the, and also the weaker, that they have tried to expand their territory. Yeah. The weaker, like, mm-hmm. the oppressed. Well, and the way they expanded the territory was actually is to pillage and to rape and to kill those who were weaker and to to kill the children and and to oppress the others. And so he said, "This is just, it's it's horrible." So they their greed has uh, has caused this this thing where God is saying, "Enough is enough. You're going out. You're out of control." Um, let me repeat the question one more time uh, for our time is up. Uh, do you think that people who know God are judged differently from those who don't know him or what he commands? Should they be? Uh, which is actually a deeper question about ourselves as well. I just realized that as well, but didn't address that. And so think about that, look after each other, live love, and uh, we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other and live love.